Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hello there, family, friends, and strangers. It's another episode of the Monday Matters podcast with Holly Cochran, and thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've read what the podcast is about, it's another one of those episodes about meal planning and figuring out what you're going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper. And the reason I am recording this podcast today is because it is the beginning of September, and in September and in January... That is when people start to want to like, I'm going to get organized. I'm going to make a meal plan. I want to follow a meal plan. I want somebody to tell me what to eat in order to feel good and lose weight. And so I have been asked the question a lot in the last little while. Can you make me up a meal plan? Can you tell me what I should be eating? I need I need to just follow something. I need somebody to just tell me what to do and I will follow it because I'm a rule follower. So if you fall into the category of somebody who wants to just be told what is right to do and then you're just going to do it, this is your episode today. I know that we all start to lose the enthusiasm for thinking about what to feed people. I am in that camp on a regular, regular basis. And sometimes I just look at the three other people in my house and I'm like, just tell me what to make and I'll make it. Because the creativity and, you know, the desire, it gets lost. I just get really sick of thinking about what I'm going to make for food around here. And that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm not talking necessarily about inspiration. I will talk about inspiration, but I'm actually wanting to talk more about the people who just don't really know. They know that what they're doing isn't working. They know they need to do something different, but they don't know what to do that is different. And so they just want someone to lay it out for them. Just tell me what, and I'm going to use my air quotes, which I think I do a lot when I, (laughs) when people tell me that they listen to my podcast, I use my air quote fingers a lot. I'm going to use my air quotes right now. They just want people to tell the healthy people with air quotes, what are the healthy people eating for breakfast, lunch, and supper? Just tell me that and I'm going to do it. That's who I'm talking to today. And I get caught up every once in a while because I've made the hard and fast rule that I won't do it. I won't tell you what to eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper. And I made that rule as a nutrition coach years ago because I know it doesn't work. I know. I know it doesn't work. But yet here I am today confessing to you that about a month ago, I wrote out a meal plan for somebody, what they should eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper. I did a three-week meal plan for them. It was using the foods that I knew that they liked because we'd been talking about the things that they enjoy and the things that they wanted to keep into their world, even though they were making some changes. So I took some of their favorites. I took things that I'd heard their family would be willing to eat. I took things that were not too obscure as far as ingredients. Everything could be bought in for Capel. I made them up 
a three-week-long menu plan of breakfast, lunch, and supper. And I mean, that takes time. It Because I made it very individualized. You easily can just go to the internet and for free pull off what a healthy people eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper, and boom, there it is. If you want that, go get it. It is free. It's a click of a few buttons, and you can have that right now without having to ask for a nutrition person to help you. It's out there. But I wanted to not just click a few buttons and find a generic plan. I really wanted to personalize this plan for the person. So I went to the work of doing that. Three week long. They didn't even make it two weeks before they weren't following the plan. That frustrated me. It frustrated them. They weren't, you know, committed to doing what somebody else told them, even though that's all they really wanted in life. They just wanted to be told what to do and they wanted someone to tell them what to do and they were just going to follow that. It lasted two weeks. They didn't even get through the whole three week plan. That's how that goes. And I know it. I knew it at the time. I knew it when I was doing it. I don't know why I did it. I did it again. I just want to, I want to answer people's questions. And if the question is, what should I eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper for the next three weeks? I want to answer that question for people against my better judgment. And so here I am today to give you some insight as to why you can ask a better question than what should I eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper? Just tell me. Okay, so if you've been caught in that before, if you've paid for a menu plan before and you're not following it now, ding, 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 it didn't work. (laughs) It doesn't work. You won't be able to sustain that level of commitment to somebody else's plan for a length of time to create a lifestyle. And what happens, there's a few things that happen. First of all, when it doesn't work when you're traveling, You stop doing it and you're not sure what to do. And so you fall off the wagon. If it doesn't work when you have company, you don't think your company's going to want what's on the Wednesday or the Saturday schedule of this menu plan. So you don't follow it. Now you have a negative feeling about what you're choosing to eat on that Saturday with your company instead of enjoying company on Saturday and eating what you should be eating when you have company on a Saturday because you're not following the plan. So now you have some negative emotions around what you're eating. Or you follow it to a T. Maybe you do like three months of a program and you start to lose some weight and you start to feel awesome, but you're getting really sick of it because these generic plans only go so far. They don't carry you on forever and ever and ever. So you you don't really want to follow the plan anymore. You know you've had some success, but what did you learn? Did you learn how to put things together for breakfast, lunches, and suppers that balance out your energy and your macros? Did you learn how to find inspiring new recipes? Did you learn how to, you know, build a week's worth of recipes that use the same ingredients a couple of times, but they don't all taste the same? Did you learn how to do those things or did you just do what you were told got some success, feel pretty good, but you have no idea how to carry that forward. And so you're kind of back to square one, only you're not sure what to do next. You've asked for the menu plan, you followed the menu plan, you don't want to do that anymore, but you don't know what to do. So today, I want to teach you a little bit about what to do and what questions to ask. So you don't get caught up in the wanting something that you don't really want. I think people don't even really know that they don't want a menu plan. 
They want it to be easy. I get that. I do. But it's not easy. Eating healthy, losing weight, being organized, menu planning, grocery shopping, raising little kids in amongst all of that. It isn't easy. It doesn't matter how we shake this down. That's a hard thing to do. But we do hard things. We can do really hard things. And sometimes the hardest thing is getting putting weight on and getting healthy, unhealthy, that's way harder than figuring out how to do this stuff. So yes, it's hard. But I know that when people figure out that they do hard things and they do this hard thing, it's a game changer and it's a lifelong game changer. So let's talk a little bit about what to ask instead of asking for a menu plan. Maybe you do need inspiration. Maybe you just don't know what recipes are healthy or where I find these said healthy recipes. You have no idea. You've been making the things that your mom made you or your grandma has made or you have, you know, found in a recipe book somewhere down the road from the United Church Ladies Recipe Book for the last 10 years or 25 years or whatever. And you want to try some of these new things. And like when you started cooking for your family. You didn't even know quinoa existed. And now all of a sudden people are taking quinoa to parties and you have no idea how to make it or how to even spell it. And maybe I'm not even saying it right for all I know. But if you really just need some of that basic information, that's the question you want to ask. You want to ask, I need some help understanding what are healthier ingredients than the ones that I'm currently eating. Okay, let's answer that question. Let's make you a list. Let's teach you what those things are if you don't even know how to pronounce them. That's a great question that once you understand the answer to that question, you've got it for life and you get to work that into every week's menu plan. You get to take that information and start to build on it. So maybe the question is, what are some healthier ingredients that I need to be starting to incorporate into my life? What are things that won't, um, you know, taste like cardboard that my family might actually eat that I don't even know exist? Okay, so that's a good question. Another question is to understand macronutrients. So most people, well, actually, uh, that's a lie. Most people isn't, isn't a true statement. Some people can tell me what the three main macronutrients are. Protein, carbohydrates, and fats. If I ask people, do you know what macros are? They hesitantly say that, hoping they're not wrong. Or they say, I have no clue. If you are hesitant about answering what are macronutrients, or you really don't know, that's a great question to ask because it's important to build the weekly menu around a balance of macronutrients. But if you don't know what they are, how are you going to do that? You're not born knowing it. It's not like you're granted this information as a newborn. And if you haven't picked up on it along the way, or if it hasn't been something that's been incorporated into the things that you remember, because somewhere down the road, you've probably been told it, but when it wasn't relevant information, it wasn't retained. So now if you were thinking about how do I even figure out what I should be eating for breakfast, Before you figure out what you should be eating for breakfast, you should figure out what those three macronutrients are because you should be eating some protein at breakfast. 
but that doesn't help you if you don't know what protein is. So the second question, besides what are some good ingredients or foods that I should incorporate into my diet, you should know what those three macronutrients are. Will you know what every single thing, what category every food item fits into? No, because neither do I. And some fit into two different categories at the same time. So it can get a little bit complicated, but not complicated to the point where you don't need to know what proteins are and how to incorporate them into breakfast. What are some healthy fats? Which fats are better than others? How many fats do you want to have in a meal? Carbohydrates, we need them. We need them every day. But most people's idea of what a carbohydrate is, is like this bad pastry or, you know, the donuts or the the white bread. But so are carrots. And so is a whole big plate of broccoli. Those are carbohydrates. So understanding the good ones, the not so good ones, the sometimes ones, know your macronutrients. It will help you when you're designing the meals. Okay. These are the things you don't learn when you just read, I will eat overnight oats at breakfast. And you do that. You don't get that the fact that I've put Greek yogurt and some protein powder into the recipe of those overnight oats means I'm incorporating some protein into your breakfast to start your day with. If you don't know why that meal plan was designed that way, you can't replicate it. So don't get the meal plan. Don't go on the internet and click a few buttons and then try to follow it. It's time to learn why. Why do we eat the things that we eat? And once you figure that part out, it does get easier. So what was once a really hard, daunting, intimidating process becomes much easier with a little bit of information. It's just like everything else. Like if you are in crazy amount of debt because you just have not paid any attention to anything that's coming and going in your bank account for years, it's going to be hard to dig yourself out of there, but it's doable. And the more you know about what's going in and out, the easier it is to manage. Same deal with the food. The more you understand about what goes in and out, the easier it is to manage. So the third question that you need to process and understand when you're designing meal plans is, what do we like to eat? Like, it seems like a very simple question, but truly, it's an important one. If you don't If you've tried quinoa before and you don't like it, you don't like the texture, the flavor, if cilantro, that's another one. I put cilantro in all kinds of things. If I sent you a menu plan and the menu plan has three days that includes cilantro and it tastes like soap to you because for some people cilantro is yummy and some people their taste buds make it taste like soap. You don't want to have three meals a week that taste like soap. Nobody does. So you need to figure out what do you like? What's going to make you want to enjoy cooking it and eating it and serving it to your people? That doesn't mean you want to keep eating the same thing because you know the same thing isn't getting where, getting you where you want to go. But what parts of the things you enjoy can you keep while making a few changes? So if you like to have toast and peanut butter for breakfast, that's your go-to and you really like it. Awesome. Instead of two pieces, have one and a couple of eggs. We'll add the protein, keep the thing you like. Life doesn't have to change dramatically, but that combination of those macronutrients does change life dramatically. And when you learn that, 
that process that and the reason why when you understand the why behind that it makes it so much easier so instead of just saying well I really like peanut butter and toast for breakfast but this uh, meal plan I'm on has me eating egg white omelets every day and I never get that piece of toast how long are you going to enjoy those egg whites when you really like starting your day off with a piece of toast I'm not saying that piece of toast is the worst thing in the world. I'm saying you need to understand why I would ask you to eat an egg white omelet with your piece of toast. So the third question is, what do you like and how do we design your week, your family's week around what you like to eat? The fourth question I've tried to teach people over and over and over in my Thriving Motherhood group and in my nutrition counseling is, when can you cook? Because designing a meal plan that is so overwhelming and complicated when you do not have time to make any of those meals will set you up for failure. So if I give you a meal plan that has you eating a, you know, 12 ingredient complicated, this needs to like sit overnight in a marinade and blah, blah, blah. Like if I give you a kind of a lengthy meal and it is hockey night or dance or volleyball or driving the kid to the city for the orthodontist day you can't make that meal on that day and now we're back to that whole negative connotation about the food that you're eating because you're not following the plan blah 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 no when you're thinking about how do I design what it is I want to eat that I enjoy that balances my macronutrients when I figure out what it is I'm going to make do I have time to make it? And if not, can I make it some other time so that it works? That's another reason why some of these generic meal plans set people up for failure. There are a lot of people who don't have time for an egg white omelet in the morning. They are lucky to get a quick grab and go bagel that's been, that's not even going to get to be toasted. And so when they tell me that's how busy their morning rush is, the egg white omelet on that morning is a, it's a disaster. It's not going to happen. But making five overnight oats on Sunday that have a balance of macronutrients so that you can grab and go them and take them in your purse to work might work. And you get to decide that when you're in charge of what you're eating instead of letting somebody else be in charge of your life and what you're eating and when you're going to make that food. So Number four question to ask yourself is, what can I do? What can I pull off? And what can I trade to get it done? Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. You have the same 24 hours in the day as I do. So when people tell me they don't have time, I know they have chosen to spend their time doing something else because I have the same amount of time as you. I have the same 24 hours. Some of the choices that I make are different about how I choose to spend my time. And so where are you in your season in life and what are you prioritizing? And are there changes there that you want to make? Instead of changing every single thing about what you eat, maybe you just need to change a couple of other things in life so that there's time for you to make better food. Some of you will easily know what you should be doing, but you can't figure out how to make time to do it. And so that's the question you need to be asking. And maybe that's the question you need to be asking for help with. 
get help in figuring out how to change the priorities or change the responsibilities, change the stress, change the time management so that you can eat the things you know you should be eating that you've lost the ability to make. I have spent time with clients doing just that. I have spent time with clients who are also nutrition coaches who are not eating well because they got themselves so busy doing good. (laughs) They got themselves so busy making individualized menu plans for their clients so that they can answer their client's question of, will you make me a menu plan that they have not made themselves meals for a long time and organizing them and doing some time management and setting those boundaries is what they've asked for help with instead of saying, can you make me a menu plan? Yeah, I can. You and I both know that's not going to work and it's going to be a setup for failure. Let's not do that. Let's figure out how you can figure out what you should be eating that will actually serve you. So I'm going to, I'm just going to leave you with those four questions. If you have no idea what are some good, healthy ingredients to start including into your regular world, start there and ask that question. Most of the time, as you start to increase the whole foods nutrition into your life, the the unserving foods, the I don't like to name them necessarily bad foods, but you know, the ones I'm talking about, the ones that are not serving you, they start to weed their way out. There isn't as much room in your world once you start including more of those healthier foods. So figure out what they are and start to add them to your world instead of thinking, okay, I am going on a diet starting September 1st. I am not having any more pop. Fantastic. I agree. Don't have any more pop on September 1st. But what are you adding to your life so that you can still have some joy? Like just setting yourself up for, you know, deprivation makes you kind of bitter after a while. It's a great lesson. I've done it myself numerous times and I continue to do those things, but it's not in isolation. So figure out, number one, what ingredients, what foods can you incorporate into your world that you don't already have that the air quote healthy people are eating? And then number two, know your macronutrients. So if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say macronutrients and you can't look at your plate and identify whether or not you are having carbs, proteins, fats, and in kind of what portion, ask that question and start learning why we build meals the way we build them. Menu plans are often, if done well, built around a combination of macronutrients. You can do this once you learn what they are. And if I can learn what they are, everybody, I mean everybody can understand macronutrients if I can figure it out. So that's number two. Number three, figure out what it is you like so that you don't have to take away all the good stuff in your world. How do you build a meal plan around the things that you enjoy? How do you, yes, you may need to learn some new food items and some new ingredients, but how do you keep track of the things that you like? What are your tried and true favorite recipes from, you know, grandma, gene from way back when, you don't want to lose the integrity of that recipe. You want to still be able to incorporate it into your meal plan. Is there a substitution? Once you learn your macros, is there something different you can eat for lunch on the day when you're having grandma jeans, chicken casserole with all the cream soups? What can you eat on breakfast and lunch to balance out grandma jeans casserole? 
Figure out what you like and how to keep it. Those are questions you can ask a nutrition counselor. I don't want to lose being able to have X, Y, and Z. How do I make this work in my life? And then the last question of what are you capable of pulling off right now? What do you need to do to change it? Most people are asking for a meal plan because they just don't have time to do these four steps. And I 100% understand how that is because life is busy and we're back to being busy. It's fantastic. Um, I, I, don't, I don't mind being busy. But at the same time, if we're going to go back to being busy, let's be healthy while we're at it. Let's have energy. Let's enjoy these activities. Let's enjoy taking our kids places. Let's enjoy watching them do their thing because they get to again. Let's enjoy life and feel amazing. And nutrition is the basis for that. We only get to feel as well as what we give our body to use. So if we put really good food into our body, we will feel good. And the same is true as if we don't put good food into our body. If we put processed junk into our body, there's no way for our body to feel amazing with that processed junk. It just doesn't work that way. So number four, ask yourself, what can you pull off and what do you need to change to be able to pull this off? And maybe that's what you need to ask for help with. How do I figure this part out? So I'm going to leave it there with those four questions. And I want you to just contemplate that as you finished listening to this podcast and think, okay, what I really want in life, lady, is for you to just tell me what to eat and make this simple. And if you really want to make life simple, invest in yourself in learning how to make life simple, not the next three weeks or the next three months. Don't take the ability for you to learn how to do this away from yourself right from the get-go. You're worth the investment of figuring this stuff out. It is lifelong and it is hard, but it is so doable. So that's my little pep talk for you as we head into fall and people start wanting to get into a routine, get everybody back on track. All the sports and activities are back up and you want to fuel your family for all of the things that they want to accomplish. And you want to, you know, you want this year to be awesome. And you know that, that you got to figure stuff out with nutrition. You know that stopping at the A&W and the McCain pizza in the oven four times a week is not awesome. And you want to do better than that. And you just want somebody to tell you what to do. This is your year. This year, you can ask for help and get some inspiration and learn those macronutrients, figure out some time management. And instead of just following this cookie cutter recipe or menu plan that usually doesn't even last two weeks before you start to feel like you are failing and not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You can't fail at a plan that you have designed to work around your life. You get to set yourself up for success. So let's do that this year. If you need help with any of these four questions, if you want to ask me any of these four questions, that's what I'm here for. I would love to be able to answer people's questions, except not the one. Can you just give me a meal plan? All right, you guys have a fantastic week. Next week, I will be sharing with you 
some of my athletes that are going to go to the Yorkton Beatdown CrossFit competition. So if you are sick of hearing just from me, I do not blame you. And next week, stay tuned because you will get to hear from lots of other fantastic athletes who are heading into their competition season. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more information, reach out and send her a message at K2 Thriving Motherhood on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners and responds to each one personally. See you next time.